Alright, it's Flag on the Play for Friday, July 23rd, episode 25. It's a great episode today. We're getting all into the NBA Finals. We're talking about everything you need to know from that, wrapping it all up, putting a bow on the NBA this season. Talk a little bit about next year, too, and then we're getting into the NFL, talking about the Ravens and the Browns later on, mixing up the format today. I like it. We'll be back again on Monday. Y'all enjoy your weekend and enjoy the episode. Khalif Raymond from the 30. Flag is down. And Raymond has run out of bounds. Another flag comes in at the 32. There are six flags on the field. It's Friday, July 23rd. It's the Flag on the Play podcast. I'm your host, Phil. Joining me as always, it's Alex. How's it going? It's going great. Uh, just fresh off listening to Kanye's new album. Yeah. Yep. Oh my God. So we can crown it the best album of all time. So it's, yeah, it's, it's people unbelievable. People are already turning the so, show yeah, off. I'm very hyped. Debate. Owen was not watching it. Owen's also joining us, by the way. Say what's I up. Am. What's up? What's up? What's up? What's up? Owen was also not listening because he was playing a basketball game. Yeah. And I texted him about it. I said, great stuff. And then he said, you're spoiling it for me. Wow. So... I just wanted to know, in quick debate, can you spoil an album? Is that like a movie or like a TV show? Like, can you spoil that? I feel like on a Kanye album, because he's got so many features, you can't spoil it. It's like a movie when you're watching it and you see like some guy come in out of nowhere and you're like, wow. You know what I mean? Like in Fast 9 when like John Cena pulls up? Yeah, when John Cena pulls up and you're like, wow. Like if you told me that before, I would have been like, you know, it would have ruined it for me. So I was like, tell me the good, like the highlights, but like... You know what I mean? Keep, it, keep the middle. Yeah. So you didn't That's want to surprise. know the features. Well, I don't know. Having Jay-Z on the album is like a huge giveaway that the album probably slaps. Yeah. 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 It's so true. true. On, on the hot cross buns flow, as they were calling it. <laughs> it's episode 25. Fellas, do we have a favorite 25 out there? I'm trying to think of a 25. I got two for the Jays here. Okay, let's hear it. So Blue Jays legend, Carlos Delgado. Yep. Yeah. Legend. A little before my time. Yeah, same here. But as far as like here like my you know at the time i've been a fan marcos marco estrada yep who was maybe my favorite outside Ace of mark Burley, my favorite pitcher in favorite blue jays pitcher of my lifetime great game against yeah. texas that one time excellent game yeah he won like, like seven innings or yeah, something. yeah fire was, yeah alex you got one uh so yeah since i cover the raptors and the flames kind of beat writer here <clears throat> i got uh john salmons from the raptors you boys remember him yeah i do <laughs> oh yeah the we contract got they got back in the rudy gay yeah yeah the contract we got back he was all right um, Chris Boucher currently wears number 25 So That's he's right. an absolute right. beast And then from the Flames uh, Freddie Hamilton So for those of you who don't know He was Dougie Hamilton's little brother Or actually older I'm not sure But anyways he was basically on the team Because Dougie was like Yeah you guys need to sign him I'm surprised Joe Newmandyke's not retired Or like honored Because he's like the legendary 25 for the Flames Is he not? Yeah I don't see him on here Oh yeah he is Yeah, sorry. yeah he's Joe definitely Newman 25 Dyke. Yeah I mean I didn't watch him though So Best 25 though Jamal Charles that's right. Yeah. Oh, that's right. Workhorse that's in the right. day. Shady McCoy, too. Shout out to him. Yeah. yeah. Probably a lot of running backs. Chiefs guys. legend. Derrick Rose on the Knicks. Yeah. True. Yeah. True. Yeah. true. That's the best best Derrick Rose, some might argue. <laughs> some might some <laughs> might say. Yeah. Including uh, Derrick himself, probably. Yeah. yeah, probably. Played his best basketball. Knicks fans, probably. So, you know, we usually start with the NFL update today. Let's uh, let's put that to the side. You know, we're burying the lead too much. At least I thought. I, mean, I was listening back yeah. to the last one. I'm going, why am I talking about the NFL right now? It's yeah. the NBA Finals, man. Why am I banking this Quick in the last switch bit? Exactly. So let's switch it up. The NBA Finals are done, though. But we're still going to talk about them. There's lots to discuss. It's over. Milwaukee Bucks 
50 points from Giannis. We've had uh, a couple sleeps since the last uh, we saw this game. It was a classic. For me, it was one of those, I remember where I was yeah. when it was when it was being played. Or I'll remember where I was. Is that the same for you? I think it, for me, probably, to be honest with you. Just because I can't remember. You know, obviously, I've seen really great finals games. Mm-hmm. But I just feel like we've been so, with, you know, the bubble and whatnot. I feel like I've been deprived of a performance like that. With the crowd and everything. Yeah, with the crowd. And Giannis, I feel like the legend has just grown, especially after, to just such a point where, you know, he's going to be talked about for years. And, and, you know, it's it's one of those guys you're going to be able to tell your kids that you saw. You know? Wow. That's big praise right there. Yeah. No, I really do think he's that type of guy. I'm loving yeah. that. Yeah. I, uh, I think it was one of the more complete team wins in finals yeah. history that I've seen. Mm-hmm. Um, I know Giannis dropped the 50. Um, I know Holiday didn't have a huge game offensively, but defensively he was once again just yeah. these last three last three games he was unreal. Middleton was scoring, and Milwaukee was just the better team. Like you could see it. Uh, Phoenix just I don't know they almost looked like they were scared of the moment. Booker was trying his best. You could see CP3 wasn't really having it. I mean I don't know they were getting like the ball to campaign to initiate the offense and stuff. Aiton wasn't really anywhere. And I think, man, like game six at home, like Milwaukee had to win that game. And they definitely did a good job of of seizing that moment. Yeah. Yeah. Phoenix was missing some pieces on the bench, I thought, at the end of the day. They could have used a couple extra guys to throw in there. I mean, I I just didn't feel like they had enough creators. That's where Chris Paul is going to get the criticism. But Milwaukee, I mean... That was all Giannis. That, those other guys, he was winning in spite of them. Even Middleton makes the biggest shot of the game, probably. Yeah. But I mean, oh my goodness, fifty points. That's a that's a classic. That's a yeah. certified classic, career defining game. That's Absolutely. the first sentence of his Hall of Fame, whatever whatever he ends up being. The in, at least in the first paragraph, it's fifty points, closeout game, uh-huh. wins the title. Forty in the finals. Yeah, yeah. what like thirty eight, thirty nine. Yeah, something like that. It's yeah. it's Shaq, Wilt Chamberlain stuff, and yeah. and I know. I mean, I'll be the first to say I've trashed Giannis a lot previously on the pod and oh, before we've started we'll the pod. We'll get to that. We'll get like, to that. Like, big time. But, like, this was a phenomenal... Like, he was absolutely everywhere. Yeah. Points, rebounds, defense. Like, everywhere. Yeah. And, and Matt, how many minutes did he play? Like, 45, 46? Like, 42. he really didn't get out. Yeah, he didn't get mm-hmm. out a lot. So, that was the recipe for success for sure. Yeah, I agree. I agree, Phil. I think when you look at the numbers, I think his second... At least offensively, the uh, the player who helped him the most was probably Bobby Portis. It, oh, it was mm-hmm. yeah. no debate. Mm-hmm. Like Drew Holiday, I mean, twelve points. You can say what you want about twelve points, but he did it on twenty-one percent shooting. So, four of twenty. Yeah, yeah, four of nineteen. So he was. You oh know, my bad. Yes. <laughs> my bad. Good. Damn it, dude! I'm such an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, he had a rough game, and Middleton, you know, forty-six percent. It's you know. Neither here nor there. It's whatever. Yeah. But still biggest shot of yeah. the game, like Phil said. Yeah. yeah. I, you know, th- that's what he's kind of known as, yeah, I guess, exactly. is the closer. Yeah, he's, and got he, the, he he's got the balls on him, I tell you. <laughs> Big Holy. Time. What a yeah. performance. Yeah. yeah. He'd done that the whole playoffs, too. I was watching back some of that Nets game, and he hit the game-winning shot in the game seven of that game, too. Middleton's so, team. That was a... Uh, yeah. Oh, After yeah. Giannis's 50 points. <laughs> that's an all-time freezer <laughs> for Alex. That's tough. You've had yeah, a tough take, go with the takes lately. You you were on fire for a while. I was on fire. And then you tempted the fates too much. I was you, fire. You've come yeah. back down. I mean, yeah, after the Euros, I think yeah. I've, I've come down to earth a little bit. Yeah. I mean, I predicted game seven Suns, but hey, I'm still... Predicting the final is still a big deal, so yeah. I'm so proud. Yeah. And I think in the OG, you said the Bucks were going to win. In the, in the o- 
Uh, I don't know if in the OG, but thanks for giving me that credit. Anyways, yeah, yeah. we'll say I predicted the Bucks to win. Oh, yeah. I'm pumping your tires. Oh yeah, let's go. I got a uh, I got a bevy. Some would say a boatload of questions to ask That's you, cool. boys. You know, just a couple rapid Definitely. fires. Yeah, so you yeah. just let me know what you think of these. Player you were happiest to see get a ring. Tory Craig. Yeah, so Tory Craig was on the Suns, but he played for the Bucks early in the years we talked about. So shout out to TC getting a ring. Yeah, uh, I think I'm gonna go with Bobby Portis. Uh, bounced around the league a lot. Uh-huh. I didn't really know, but I was listening to his story because he was on the jump and stuff, and recently just giving interviews. And he actually had a really tough couple months here, just yeah. from the start of COVID to the end. Really, um, I don't even know if he had an NBA contract for a while there. He was kind of out of the league, I think, for a bit. I think he was saying, uh, just living with his mom and stuff. And then he just like went back and worked really hard, worked on his craft, changed his game a little bit. So. Like honestly, great for him. Like that work definitely paid off. So yeah, happy to see him. Yeah. There's a great story in ESPN about him and his mom. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm gonna guess here is PJ Tucker. Yeah, it is. Yeah. It actually is. I people don't know. I literally I've ride or die for <laughs> PJ, PJ Tucker. I have a Houston Rockets PJ Tucker jersey. One time I went down, I waved at him in the jersey. He gave me a wink. So, Let's go. You know. Let's go. Shout out to PJ. Seeing him get that ring, he was dribbling the ball out like he thought he was Kobe Bryant. He had zero points, buddy. That's okay. But you know what, PJ? I love you. I ride for you, dude. So that's my guy. I was I was pretty happy to see him get one. Kind of wild on it. the podium today. Yeah, he was. <laughs> again, tone it down, man. Like, yeah, like I'm happy for you. Like what he was relax. saying was fine. Just when I saw he took the bottle of champagne and like. Yeah, he it did didn't even Chris go in his Bosch. mouth. It just no. went all over his face. Like, come on, guy. Like, you're Chris almost Bosch. 40. Like, <laughs> fuck. <laughs> yeah, there's got to be like an age where you just like cut that off. Yeah, come on. Yeah. Like, yeah. if DiVincenzo did it, I'd be like, okay, he's like yeah. a kid. But like, you know, PJ, come on. Yeah, yeah what are you doing, Matt? Relax. Yeah. Settle down. Next question. Where's that game rank among best games you've seen from an individual player? Like, individual performance from Giannis, where are you putting that up against best individual performances you've seen because you got to make a short list right so yeah. like like uh, kobe 60 jk <laughs> kobe's 80 uh <laughs> so one of the greatest for me was when lebron had like 40 they still lost i think i think that was the game where like jared smith oh dude he had a 51 8 and 8 in that game that i was, think to me that was like even though they lost that, that was, was he literally had and nobody and yeah. they could have won the game that was the best a basketball player could ever play probably on that day literally yeah honestly literally. you could probably pick from like three or four lebron performances that yeah. are at this level definitely yeah. like celtics game six that would yeah. be one Cel- there definitely yeah, yeah. so yeah. Wait, you're saying playoffs history it just or, any, anything oh you, anything you, anything you can remember really okay I mean. yeah definitely yeah, there's a lot to choose from it's hard i think recency bias this might be Maybe the best I've seen. That's that's why I asked because yeah. it's for me it's, it's right up there. It, it's considering up there. the stakes it might be the best, yeah. but it is right right at the top. What about um, Game Six Clay against OKC? I remember I yeah. saw that game live and he literally because it was about to, it was about to was that that was a game that you know if they well, won they OKC would have gone to the finals right yeah they needed that da- yeah on and the road that was unbelievable because what do you have like thirty like high thirties something like that I even yeah I think like like four, he had twelve threes. Yeah. yeah, and yeah. he was like, they, oh, that was such an unbelievable game. He was yeah. getting points when they needed it. Like nobody else was really, yeah. you know, Steph Definitely. was struggling a little bit. It was crazy. Yeah, Giannis, best player in the NBA. Yeah, I for sure like I. I can't argue anymore. It's unbelievable. I'm I'm putting KD over him still. I, I got KD one. I got Giannis two. 
We're too quick to we're too quick to forget. But Giannis is Giannis is an all timer. Kitty yeah. Kitty's just uh Kitty might be out of the peak I, of his prime at this point. That's why you kinda have so? to think about it. But he, yeah, isn't he like it's on the tail end for yeah. sure? So you yeah. gotta think about it. Just like forty points though every game is Well he wasn't doing that all playoffs. No, but like I'm just saying in the finals. Yeah, but, yeah. but he can do it when he wants to. Who, are we, ta- are we talking Giannis? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. I mean, look, if you're gonna like it depends what you value. If you value like clutch like last minute, mm-hmm. like get me like fadeaway three, like yeah, Durant. But just in, in terms of dominance and like like you said, Phil, I'm gonna like score this bucket on you and there's literally nothing you can do. Like just get out of the way, like Giannis. And also I need to shout out his free throws were unreal down the stretch. Uh-huh. He literally I don't think he missed one. He missed one great. Game. Maybe yeah. one. Yeah. yeah. One in the game. Yeah. Yeah. He that was that was an all timer. Yeah. So are you saying yes, Owen? He's the best, or are you saying? Kenny? I don't know. I think it's just a one A, one B situation for me. I, I it's you could go either way. I wouldn't be mad if you said Giannis. I wouldn't be mad if you said KD. I think both of them are probably the most elite scorers that exist in the NBA right now. You know, a couple yeah. of the best, most unstoppable players, and most sure. yeah, dominant for sure. So I don't know. It's tough, tough to say. Yeah, tough to say that's up there. Last Giannis one, I'm gonna ask. Yeah, over under two and a half career rings. Uh, you know, <laughs> I stumped the boys on that one. Wow, that was a that's good one. crazy. Because I've been going wow. back and forth in my head about this last couple of days. Three rings is a lot. Three, three rings is, three rings is a lot. Twenty-eight. On the Milwaukee no, 20, he's twenty-six. He's twenty-six. Is he really? Uh, yeah. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go under. I think I'm gonna. I think he's gonna get maybe one more, because he just doesn't strike me as a guy like LeBron or KD to just go on a super team like he said and just win another like three or four. Like he'll just he'll he'll probably try and win one more with Milwaukee and he doesn't care after that. I think. Yeah, I, I, I'm still gonna go over. I'm, okay. I'm gonna go over, but it, it, it's but really like with on the Milwaukee. Border. You're saying like he's winning three or four titles with Milwaukee. I mean, who knows what the future holds, man? Well, how long has he signed until? Like five, five years yeah. now. So the next year, and then four more. Okay. Yeah, I mean, this is a team where it's not gonna be hard to keep the core together because the core is two guys. Yeah, they're glued together at yeah. this point. Yeah. So I could see them. I mean, they've been contenders for years at this point, and. You know, I would probably take the over, to be honest with you. I think Giannis, is, at this point, is probably going to, you know, he's at the point where he's at the height of his powers. He might get a little bit better from here, but I think we've seen what Giannis can do. And I think with Middleton, and even, you know, with another a piece or two down the road, I think I, I like their chances. You get that championship confidence in you now. Exactly, yeah. You've been there, yeah. Yeah, you, you know, know you can do. do it. Yeah, see, that's why I'm taking Slay it. Slay your too. dragons. It's a good bet. And I, Giannis, I mean, who doesn't want to cheer against Giannis, man? Exactly. So I'll take that over. I'm liking that. Next one, who took the biggest L in the finals? I think this is a universal yeah. response, but I'll let you boys take it. CP3. Yeah. 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 CP3, yeah. Yeah. Some would say Devin Booker because now he has no. to fly 18 hours oh, yeah. to yeah. Tokyo with <laughs> Holiday and Middleton. That's a no, big L. I'm just kidding, but yeah. It's a big I, I'd also like to give an honorable mention to Bossman99, Jay Crowder, <laughs> yeah. who just, that's tough. He's been in so many finals. He's been in like three. No, just two. Just two. But he's 0 for 2 the last two years. But he's in the playoffs every no, year. No. Yeah, he's playoffs Wait, every year. Wait, wasn't he in the finals with Cleveland, though? No, he got traded. Oh, okay. All right. But he's so there with Boston the every year, too. Yeah. Like, he's mm-hmm. been there. Yeah. He's been there, done that. Yeah. But, you know, when, whoever's on next year will lose the finals, too. Yeah. Because he's Bossman99. It's the, it's the <laughs> yeah. curse. This one's specifically for Owen. Question only for uh-huh. Owen. Who's Elijah Bryant? Elijah Bryant is a BYU. I don't know if he graduated or not, but he uh, he's from BYU. He was one of our better players a couple years ago. 
He was playing overseas for a while. I honestly didn't even know he was back in the NBA until I saw him like in the Nets game just come out of the floor. I was like, wow. That's like, I didn't know he still existed. Blast he used to from have, the past. Yeah, blast from the past. I used to watch it. He, he had these vlogs with his wife. No way. Yeah. We would like go to the facility and like talk about his basketball games. I, used to, I watched a couple of them. Hand up. Fire? Yeah. He, fire? Has, he has TikToks. I'm sure he does. Yeah, he does. Yeah. yeah. And he documents everything. He's got a kid so, now yeah. too. Wow. He was good. He's a BYU legend. You guys know more about Elijah Bryant than I do. Yeah. But and for those who don't know, he's on the Bucks and he won a ring. That's yeah, just that's, why I that's asked. All and that can matters. I say, NBA, like, put a photo on him. Like, he's the only guy on either team that just does. He's just the NBA logo. Is his yeah, headshot. Yeah, that's, come on. He's an yeah. NBA champion now. Yeah, so like, yeah put some respect put on some it. Respect. He's like, uh, who's the guy on the Raptors that won it? Who's the biggest no? Eric Morland. Yeah, Eric, yeah. Eric Moreland yeah. and Joey Meeks. Eric Moreland's name Meeks, is on the yeah. Raptors championship banner forever. Wow, yeah. forever! What, what a guy! A couple more here. Who's gonna tell Brandon Jennings he didn't win a ring? That's that, that's my question. <laughs> no one tell him that. I love Brandon Jennings. Oh, he's I milking this him. to death. Yeah, he is. It's too much. He's at the parade. He's on his own float. Brandon, he got he, pictures with the Larry B. Yeah, all by himself. Brandon, you've been out of the NBA for. <laughs> Four or five years <laughs> now, and you're in your 30s, bro. Like, when did we decide this guy was like the Bucks, like guy? Literally, like 72 hours ago. I, I don't know what happened. Like, I didn't know he could afford front front row seats. Like, front, <laughs> honestly, yeah. I didn't know. I was honestly. like, damn, I. Unless someone gave them to you, but those have to be like, yeah. uh, how much would they be? Like 70 grand? Yeah, 60 for playoff grand? game. Yeah, I was waiting for him to like pull up to the podium and for them to just like interview him with the coaches yeah. and everything. Yeah, they're like Brandon. You yeah. said it years ago, like. How does it feel? Bucks and six. Bucks and six. Yeah. yeah. The guy would have loved to see is just Larry Sanders. Pull oh, up. yeah. He, he can do whatever up. he wants, yeah. dude. He should have pulled up. Yeah. The goat, the yeah. legend. He would have yeah. poured the champagne directly in his mouth and not gotten any on his face. <laughs> yeah, that's that's the Larry Sanders life. Yeah. Last one. Who's enjoying their summer the most on the Bucks? Oh. Me, I got an easy answer for this one. Giannis, dude. What? Oh, no. Really? Pat Connaughton is going to have the summer of his life. You think so? Yeah. Got a new haircut, maybe? Yeah, good-looking guy, six foot five. How many haircuts do you think he has left on that head before it just all goes? <laughs> yeah, he's got to preserve. All I know is he's going to have a great summer. So shout out to you, Pat. You, you, you made it. Yeah, is it time summer. to fire Coach Bud now? No, well, okay. Yeah. <laughs> I saw there was a guy at the parade, yeah, parade with the fire the Coach Bud sign. Yeah, that's quite the look. Anyway. Calling this actually the uh, apology section. All right. So we've been, some of us more than others. I'm looking yeah. at Alex right now. <laughs> some of us have been very hard on the Bucks for the last couple of the years. Oh, yeah. I have. Yeah. So we're going to need to take back some takes. So open floor. I'm just going to say a player's name. You tell me if you want to apologize to them or not. Mm-hmm. And then if you don't, just, just say you don't want to apologize <laughs> to them. We'll start with the obvious one, Giannis. And this yeah. is all for Alex. You go yeah. right ahead. Literally, like, the biggest apology. I'm so sorry. I doubted you a lot. Uh, I text Phil after every even regular season game that the Bucks like, can close out how, how bad Giannis is of a closer. I got the James Harden flu where I thought that you don't need any skill to, like, dunk and, like, just run the floor. So that's on me taking that one back. Yeah. Yeah, learn from my mistakes, definitely. It's a big man right there. Yeah, it's a big man. Yeah. We're just I'm owning up. Yeah, we're yeah. gonna put that in the freezer and yeah. it'll never come back. Exactly. Out. Just yeah. it's, it's we're done. gonna let it Squash marinate. the beef. Yeah. yeah, it's over. Next guy. Mike Budenholzer. I think this I'm I wanna lead this one off. I wanna yeah, take this for it. I'm sorry. I was banging the drum the whole season that this guy they weren't gonna do anything because he was the coach and it would come to the playoffs and he would choke. Coached a great finals, man. You really did. You you figured it out. You unlocked the key, you go big. Phoenix in game one, they terrorized you because they put Lopez in every action. 
but they won the series with Lopez on the floor. It made the difference. Phoenix couldn't match your size. When she took eight and out and you minimized what he could do, you won the series. You won the next four games after you figured that out. So credit to you, man. And they always made the adjustments. They'd lose game one, they made the adjustments. Heck of a run. Again. Yeah, well, I mean, but they <laughs> always lost game one. But just, you know, heck of a run. So credit to you, man. I, I'm sorry for all the slander I've directed your way. Yeah, I, I'll piggyback on that. Give a little bit of credit to Coach Bud. I don't, I'm not going to give him too much because I think Giannis won them the finals. But, yeah, you deserve some credit. A little bit I'm, of apology. I'm not apologizing. Because that net series was a f- disaster yeah, to watch. Absolutely. One of the worst coaching jobs I've ever seen in my life, and they almost blew it. I mean, obviously, like, he led them to the... Uh, well, I don't know how much he led them. I think it was just Giannis killing everyone in yeah. his path. But, I mean, sure, he, he did a he did an okay job, but no apology from me. Yeah. All right. Okay. Can I, can I, so can I say one? One for one. Yeah, go ahead. I want to apologize to Cameron Payne for believing that he was actually, like, a contributor. That that's another one that's going in the freezer. Yeah. Owen saying that Cameron Payne's more valuable than Chris Paul. That can, <laughs> you, wow. <laughs> that's that can go in the freezer too. Yeah. This is he, a very accountable segment. I'm really enjoying this right yeah, now. Yeah, it's like yeah. a therapy. Yeah. I really thought campaign turned a corner and he was like that guy, but he's not that guy. You're not that guy. Not pal. that guy. He yeah, just not really a factor. So we Cam did let me down a little we bit. We should have named this podcast You're Not That Guy. Honestly, that would have been fire. There's probably like eight podcasts already called. You're not that yeah, guy. Man. Tough. Probably. We, we could have yeah. been the first on the corner. Wow. It's true. A couple more names. Drew Holiday. You want to apologize? You don't want to apologize? Because I, I had this guy pegged. Absolutely nothing. I, I, yeah, I had this guy pegged the whole time. I knew what this was. I knew he was an amazing defender. I didn't know he was this streaky offensively coming in, but uh, it didn't take me long to figure out you're either getting greatness or you're getting a tough night. So, so are you apologizing? No, he is what I. Yeah. W- What's the Dennis? He's Green? Conor McGregoring it. No, no, he's exactly what we thought they were. Yeah, yeah. exactly. The Bears are. The Bears are, are we, what they yeah. thought yeah. they were. Yeah, the Bears are who we thought they were. So that's yeah. that's my Drew Holiday take. I agree. I'm not apologizing. He's not getting apologies from me. Okay. I'm yeah. I'm actually apologizing because the last couple games were just unbelievable. Where he like wins the game by stealing the ball from Book, and yeah, uh, those are all timers. Those are all timers for me. So I'm apologizing because. Like he, he wasn't doing this in the regular season or in round one. Like he was doing it in the NBA Finals, and it literally like swung the series, in my opinion. So I, I'm I'm sorry. There you go. Look at that. Alex has given out a lot of apologies today. Yeah, that's two. He's still not he's still not taking back his Mike Boone. Hell no. <laughs> <laughs> Last one. We can apologize to Chris Middleton, I guess. I mean, he's sort of the same camp as Drew Holiday. I just well, apologize for what. I'm not apologizing. I like been on his camp the whole time. I've been liking him. I don't know, guys. There were some episodes where you guys were like, Middleton needs to do so much better. Middleton needs to do this. Oh, I agree. He needed to do a bit better in this I was just challenging him as like a big fan, as a friend. You you were doing the Shaq. I was doing the Shaq. Yeah. 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 And he was like, Alex, I have nothing to say to you. Maybe the worst Just watch the next game. Yeah. Okay. He drops a 40. So we don't need that. Anybody else you want to apologize to? I want to apologize to Bryn Forbes. That's mainly why I brought up anybody else. Sorry, man. My bad. I, I mean, I, I know that. Sorry, man. I'm not even gonna expand <laughs> on it. Sorry, bro. Any anybody else you guys want to shout out? Maybe sorry to the Suns. I guaranteed that you guys would win in seven, so maybe I jinxed you. Oh, but I still got you to the finals. So true. I gotta apologize to Colin Coward because I've always we've all said that he knows nothing about basketball and he got the finals winner correct. So shout out to Colin. Yeah. yeah, but he was also saying that Chris Paul is like the most valuable player in the playoffs, and he just stunk it up like the yeah. last two series. And so, he also had the know. Lakers going to the finals yeah. too. But we'll forget about that. He so, called the Bucks. So. so did you, and so did I. 
<laughs> oh, I'm, don't even get me started on my picks, dude. Yeah, I, I won't. There's there's a lot to unpack. I was there. like got like two right in the first round. Yeah. Uh, I, oh, I remember. Yeah. <laughs> Lastly, for the finals, I guess we could talk about the Suns quickly. Um, you guys think the window's still open? You think that was like a w- once in a lifetime chance mm-hmm. for them to do it? Do yeah. You, what do you What do you sort of make of them, and what do you think they need to do going forward? Yeah, Phil. I talked to Phil about about this the other day, and. Uh, I think it's kind of like a Miami Heat situation where you kind of catch lightning in a bottle and, you know, they had injuries kind of go their way in certain series that they played, um, namely like Anthony Davis, for example. Um, and they just had, you know, this really good roster and they were able to kind of put it together at the right time. Um, and I just think the West is so competitive. And when you get guys healthy, for example, like Clay Thompson next year, it's going to be a lot tougher. And obviously you know they won the second most games out of any team in the nba and they made it to the nba finals and pushed it to six games so they're not like a bad team and the windows like they're still going to be a contender i believe mm-hmm. but i do- i don't see them making a finals again for you know the conceivable or near future i guess as long as they have this core together so it's possible i just you know when you get the chance you gotta take advantage of it and they didn't so. when you say this core together though you just mean adding to it not subtracting anything from it what do you mean like booker and ayton yeah, Booker, Aiton, and and you know, conceivably Chris Paul for a few more years. Yeah, potentially. Okay. Yeah, I like Owen said. I hundred percent agree. I think uh, you could bring back the whole entire team, maybe add a couple pieces, but uh, I know their their owner doesn't really like to spend a lot of money, so you can't really look forward to bringing any big guys in. I think besides the ones they already have, Golden State's gonna be way stronger. And I think if you play their road out of beating the Lakers, the Nuggets, and the Clippers, and if you do that ten times, I don't think. I think they maybe it happens yeah. once, and the other nine times they're out in either round one, two, or three. And Nuggets with Jamal Murray. Too. Nuggets with Jamal Murray. I think it would Clippers have been a Clippers with very, Kawhi. Clippers mm-hmm. with Kawhi, a very healthy Lakers team. Yep. Like, come either on. Either one of them. We can't yeah. discount that. Like, I congrats to them. They got to the finals. They did a great job. Just for next year, um, Chris Paul had a Cinderella phenomenal rejuvenation of a season. Yeah. Freaking campaign came out of nowhere we're i think we're underestimating the fact as to how wild that is that campaign out of yeah. can, bring me like a random player right now like oh, uh, that's like drew eubanks like <laughs> elijah bryant like playing like anthony <laughs> davis yeah. just out of nowhere and like lee is like a key part of the spurs title run well yeah. i mean will be i think michael carter yeah. williams just going crazy somehow yeah yeah, yeah literally exactly. something like that so yeah i think they caught a lot of luck but i think a lot of it they can hope to bring back at least i know campaign's still a free agent at the end of the year and little stuff like that that they've got to work on but mainly i thought at the end of the series they were just exposed that they didn't have enough bigs i think it really came back to bite them Giannis just chewed through whoever they put on him and Aiton had a really tough go of it the last four games i know they lost sarge i know sarge would have been an extra body an extra six fouls there yeah, but they really could use some more front court depth. They could use more bigs, and the, the league's gonna get bigger. It's a reactionary league, or sorry, reactionary league. Don't know where league league came from, <laughs> but it's a reactionary league. And the Lakers won last year because, in main part, they went big and they played big. They had yeah. McGee, they had Davis, they had Howard, they had guys who would push you around. What the Sun? What the Bucks do this year? They did the same thing. They went big. They had Lopez, they had Portis, they had Giannis, they had guys who were going to the rim and not afraid. You're going to see teams try to add that, and there's going to be a premium on bigs, and Phoenix doesn't have them. So yeah, I agree. It's uh, it's a tricky situation to be in, but I still yeah. think, like you said, there's great record. They'll still be yeah. r- right up right up in contention, but there's so many more p- teams they have to pass through now, like you said. So I'm yeah. not. Uh, and and besides the bigs as well, I think 
I think they have a lot of guys that can hit shots, but not a lot of shot creators, as we saw down the stretch. Like, like, I, like Paul wasn't making it, like creating any shots. It was basically just Booker, and then him and Middleton like double him, and they just stymie him. Like he can't yeah. get a freaking shot off without like them being in his pants. Um, like Cam Johnson's great, but you have to set up a play for him to, for a catch and shoot. Same with Miles Bridges, and like I said, at some points, campaign had to like initiate the offense and and, and get to the rim and and do that. So. The Bucks were happy to lose by letting those guys make shots. They yeah. clearly made the decision. Hey, Booker, we're gonna let him kind of get what he wants. He's gonna get what he can. But those other guys, they can beat us. We're gonna let them do it. And they, I mean, the, those guys can create for themselves. They yeah, need exactly. Bridges to take a big step, which I think he's very capable of. Because I, I think he's an extremely talented player, but he's yeah. got to learn to create for himself. That's the next step for him. Yeah, yeah. And qu- quick, sorry, just uh, Phil, you were talking about the big man. I, I think it was so dumb the whole take that you know all the big men are going extinct in the NBA. That's just such crap. Like, like literally, we saw with the Lakers, we saw with the Bucks. You know, mm-hmm. like you still need the big man, and we've seen how effective it is. So I hated yeah. the narrative of of the big man that like look at Joel Embiid, Anthony Davis and Jokic like those are some of the most valuable guys in the NBA and I'm sure a lot of more big men are going to craft their game that way. Yeah. Even Aiton. Everyone's freaking out about how good Aiton was. Well, yeah, you need a big man. Yeah. I think it is going to go positionless, but I don't think it's going to be like a small ball type thing. I think it's going to be positionless where you're going to have eventually the majority of your team is just going to be like KD, Victor Wembayana, like yeah. Chet Holmgren types. Yeah. Yeah, where guard center hybrids who can just handle the ball, shoot you know, Definitely. defend, protect the rim, do all, you yeah. know, everything yeah. basically. And not not to get into this too much, but if I still think you can win small, I don't think you des- you st- yeah. obviously still need size, but I think you can still win small. The Clippers did it. Yeah, exactly. And wh- where this is going, at least I hope where this is going, is to the point where the NBA, the teams aren't all built the same like they have been the last few yeah. years. Mm-hmm. Every team plays the same way and is built the same. There's different ways to win. Who plays like Milwaukee really did in the finals during the regular season? Nobody played like that. That's you right. can win in different ways. I hope the league gets back to that because I've heard Popovich say that many times before for that it's not there's not much to prepare for you know what you're getting with every team that comes in it's the same thing it's a lot it's a lot of redundance so i hope that uh we can see a little more separation and mm-hmm. new ways that people build teams that's so that's it we can throw a bow on the season anything wow. you guys want to remember specifically about the season you want to shout out anything for me it's it's foot on the line that's what i'll remember that's that's yeah. the number one but is there anything else you comes right to mind when you think of the 2021 season and then we can throw it in the trash for me it'll be Giannis's 50 point game that's what i'll remember yep yeah that's right in there but, but i mean just the whole playoffs for me we're so good i this like we've said this the whole time but for me personally this is probably the best playoffs i've seen since 2016 and it's just nice after a break to have you know playoffs that are really nice um for me i think it'd, it'd be the terrence man game that was, that was oh, yeah. classic. That was the craziest thing I've ever seen in my life. Like, the Jazz just let this guy just shoot the ball, like, 20 times. And I was like, yeah. wow. And he made every shot, too. Credit to him. So, yeah. And, uh, you know, I, lo- I loved uh, Trey Young against Philly. Yeah. Those were good. Ben Simmons missing the lay- like, just passing up on the layup. Yep. Trey Young in New York. Yeah. Brooklyn Brooklyn and Milwaukee Game 7 was, was a certified yeah. classic basketball game. Hardwood mm-hmm. Classic. It's going to be on NBA TV. That's how good yeah, that that's game how good. was. Oh. Yeah. That that was an all-timer, yeah. so I wanted to put the foot on the line in there for Definitely. that reason. And I watched it again the other day, and or just after the finals, and it was just so amazing how he makes the shot and the camera cuts to him, and his first reaction is like, 
damn, I put yep. my foot on the line. Uh-huh. It's it's amazing that his brain was just like three, and I'm and I'm sending him home. That yeah. that that's an all timer. I know that was two months ago, but shout out to the Bucks, man, NBA champions. Credit to you guys. We could everybody home clap for the Bucks. We'll break for two seconds. There you go. Bucks won the whole thing. Let's talk about next year. It's never too early nope. to talk about next year. The draft is coming on Friday, so it's a week from today from when you're most likely hearing this. If not, it's coming very soon. Don't worry. I've got the or sorry, free agency shortly thereafter too. Should mention that. It's gonna be a it's gonna be a fun off season. It's gonna be nice. But I've got the title odds for two thousand twenty one right here. So this is pre draft, pre free agency. It's obviously not set in stone. Who do you guys think's the favorite to win the whole thing? Wow, that is tough. Um, I'm just going to put out my favorite that I think I'm going to put money on. Uh, this year, I think it's the Warriors. Yeah, the Warriors are the fourth best odds yeah. to win the championship right now. Yeah, that was the, the the first name that came to mind. If I were to put money on it, though, I would probably go Nets. Yeah, the Nets are the overwhelming favorites. Yeah. The Nets are 2-1 to one to win the NBA championship. Yeah, yeah. To be honest, I think the only thing that can derail them is injuries or if by some miracle the Lakers or the Warriors pull some trade out of nowhere and get Dame somehow or you, something You like mentioned that. the Lakers. They're the second yeah. highest odds. And then the Bucks are third. So those are the big four there because then there's a bit of a drop-off. It's Nets, 2-1, to one, Lakers, 5-1, to one, Bucks, 9-1, to one, Warriors, 13-1. to one. Yeah. So those are, They're putting those as the four favorites. I would say that's right. I wouldn't put anybody in that class. I would say those guys are... Far Definitely. and away the best. Definitely. And Warriors at thirteen to one is pretty good odds. I think. I think so. I'd I'd honestly like maybe even put in an early bet right now because I'm convinced they're packaging seven and fourteen. Like there's no way they're making those picks. They're packaging that with Wiggins, maybe something else to get Wiseman, like a, maybe. a huge yeah. all star mm-hmm. caliber player. Like they're going all in. So. Because when they make that trade, I think the odds are definitely going yeah. down. Then. Yeah. Yeah. I I think so too. Yeah, I agree. I think it behooves them at this point to win now as long as they have clay and steph together you know they draymond. need to be doing everything they can draymond yeah doing everything they can to win now they owe it to them too yeah, i mean they've, absolutely. they've given them so much they've so. given them the franchise basically yeah i mean yeah. we forget the warriors were literally nothing in 40 yeah. years without a championship before those guys came along so yeah. they owe it to them i think they're going to take a real run at it so 13 to 1 if you're at home we all like that we would all bet that if uh you know gambling was legal <laughs> true true uh the other teams to mention here phoenix is 14 to 1 i don't like that as much no. utah is 14 to 1 if you bet that you're crazy i have no words to describe clip you yeah clip that yeah, yeah clip no. that clip that right now jazz, <laughs> jazz win the championship i'll just eat a fork bro there's yeah. there's no way that's happening they think they can package ingles and bogdanovich for like beal yeah. Like, dude, no, you can't. <laughs> like, no one's gonna do that. <laughs> the other ones mentioned sixteen to one Clippers and Sixers. Don't really hate either one. That they should probably be fourteen, but I, don't uh, know. I like Clippers maybe a little more than the Sixers. Definitely. Yeah. Where are the Nuggets at? Nuggets are next up. They're twenty to one. Okay. All right. Not bad. Don't no, hate it. Honestly. I mean, I think it's fair because, like, if they're not gonna add anybody, then yeah, probably not. They should. They should be in they the should, trade market. Though. I think they should look for something a bit of an upgrade. They I could agree. use another. And I think the improvement's going to come from within, though. They need big steps out of Porter still. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Need to be more consistent. Yeah. Mavericks are twenty-eight to one. I don't hate it just because you have Luca, but I don't know what other avenues they have to get better if they don't add Kawhi, which sort of <laughs> it's the hot rumor. But, really? Yeah. I don't know. I laugh at that. I don't know if that's legit, just given what Kawhi did to push his way to South Cal. So we'll yeah. see. 
Last two to mention are the Hawks and Heat are thirty five to one. If you if you like a real underdog there, which I, I'm not really sold on either one, but definitely not. Yeah, no, I would say what you said about Utah. I would probably say about the Heat at this point. Window windows closed. Windows cl- windows closed. Wow, you're really you're banging that drum. Wow, you forget they, they play let me in Miami, down Florida. Too much, too many wow. times. You forget they play in Miami, Florida though. They're gonna get some nice players. You think so? Oh yeah. Who don't, who don't want to play there? Come on. Yes, I guess we'll see. Five teams are tied for the worst odds. They are all fifty thousand one or five thousand one. I I can't read when there's too many zeros. So fifty thousand or five thousand, basically the same thing. Uh-huh. Can you guess the five teams though? Five worst odds to win the championship. Rockets. Yep. Timberwolves. Mm-hmm. No. Wow. Okay, wow. You guess one. Okay. 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 I'm gonna go Rockets. Orlando. Yep. Okay. Oh, that's true. Rockets. Orlando. I'm gonna go Cleveland. Yep. I'm gonna go. Um, Detroit. Yep. Shout out to Tony. He's coming soon. Yeah, and yeah. Uh, holy smokes, I'm trying to think here. Is it west or east? It's west. You got it, Owen. It's west. Is it? O- oh no, Sacramento. No. What? OKC. Yeah, you had it. It was Oklahoma okay, City. Oklahoma. It was Oklahoma City. Ah. So Oklahoma City, Cleveland, Orlando, Detroit, Houston. All have the worst odds. If any of those teams win the championship. We'll, I'll eat a fork. Yeah, we'll we'll, we'll, cancel. we'll have like a fork dinner. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but we'll eat like a whole cutlery set. How yeah. about that? Yeah, that's uh, that that's the plan. If you're to bet one of those, who would you bet? Of those five, yeah, Detroit City, baby. Yeah, we <laughs> ride and die. K F eight for Yeah, it's possible he just comes in, just tears the league up. Yeah, yeah. Stranger things have happened. Yeah. Probably not though. Yeah, honestly, no. <laughs> yeah, uh, quick uh, little—I don't even want to call them rumors because they're not even rumors. They're just an off—an off-season little primer here to throw uh-huh. out there. Mm-hmm. I'll give you some names. These are the players you'll be seeing most likely change teams this summer. These are the UFAs. Uh, we got Mike Conley. You like Mike Conley on your team? I don't know. No, I wouldn't. But Kyle Lowry, Demar Derozan. Yeah, beast, yep. beast. Yeah. A couple role players: Norm Powell, Hardaway, Dinwiddie. Beast. Oh, both? Those are all good players. Yeah, Rashawn Getting Holmes. Are you going to get that max? 120? Yeah. Let's go. In, in Bitcoin, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Campaign. Reggie Jackson's going to get that max oh, somewhere. Yes, so good. Dennis Schroeder. Probably, Probably going to get the mid. Well, he's commanding the mid. He's, yeah, or he's, he's, commanding. he's commanding it. He's so commanding yeah. 100 mil. Yeah. 100 mil, yeah. yeah. Start a hair dye company. Yeah, yeah exactly. Victor Oladipo. Somebody will sign him. He's afraid of it? Yeah. Uh-oh. I don't think anyone's... I, like, he's just... Yeah, he's kind of falling off. He, like, doesn't have a leg anymore. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> like, no joke. Uh, a couple role players I wanted to shout out to in the UFA section. My boy Patty Mills could still play. I don't know where he's going to go, but he could still do it. I want him to resign, but, I mean, a, a title team should add him for the main because he's still got it, I tell you. Definitely. Ya. The most automatic thing I've seen in my life is Patty Mills coming up from a screen and shooting a three. Like, it just yeah. goes in every time. Yeah, he puts Or him on forward. Australia. Oh, just him in Australia is a god. Yeah. Don't even get me started. Yeah. Uh, Blake Griffin, he'd be a good ad for somebody. He's, he's got a little sure. something. I would yeah. imagine Brooklyn resigns him, no? Yeah, probably. That yeah. makes the most sense. I think Nick Batum has something, too. And TJ McConnell. Wanted to shout those guys out. Yeah, yeah. hard worker, TJ. Yeah, RFAs. A lot of good role players. Yeah, good role players. Yeah. RFAs, quickly, just a couple. John Collins, I don't think the Hawks are going to choose to resign him, so he's going to be available. Yeah, That's kind of dumb, but... Yeah, I don't know. They, I, like I said in the last one, they must not get along or something. There's, well, at least there's something re, weird like, there. Try and do like a sign and trade or something. Yeah, they'll probably end up doing that. Lonzo, Duncan Robinson. Let's go, you Duncan. Let's Maybe go. they should unite. The, the, Owen would be the biggest fan of that team I've ever <laughs> yeah, seen. D Rob needs a max, dude. Somewhere. Yeah. Someone pay my boy. <laughs> of course, Bruce Brown, the goat. 
the man himself who <laughs> took over game three. <laughs> yeah. Shout out to Bruce Brown. Oh, I forgot about that. Yeah. That like was, if you need it feels a bucket, like that was years ago. If you need a bucket late, like he's your guy. Oh, yeah. Oh, of course. <clears throat> and uh, Lori Marketing, Taylor Horton Tucker, too. Shout out to those guys. Yep. They're making it through. And then the opt out guys, there's only like two of big note that it depends. I imagine Kawhi's going to opt out and resign. Yeah. But if he goes somewhere, I imagine it'd be like Miami or. Probably Miami, yeah. Yeah, Dallas, somewhere south. Toronto. If he like, goes back yeah. to Texas, I just connected the dots. If he goes back to Texas, man, I hate this freaking clown. Yeah, what I'll hate joke. him too, though, seriously. That's so stupid. If yeah. you were to resign with San Antonio, would you welcome him with open arms? No. Wow, are you sure? Really, Phil? I'm positive. The guy. I know that's such a lie. That's such a I know Phil He'd be, have like the newest jersey. Yeah, no, that'd dude. be on Phil's Instagram story the minute it came <laughs> yeah. out. Probably post a photo. Yeah. No, you don't understand. Like the guy literally ruined my life for a year <laughs> because I spent a whole year telling everybody he was good enough to win a ring by himself. Everybody's like, Philip, you're crazy. Philip, you're crazy. He comes to Canada. Everybody here's a Raptor fan, and I told them the prophecy. I told everybody what could happen if you got him on your team. He fulfills the prophecy. Nobody <laughs> gives me any credit. I get to watch it happen. That's the worst. Don't even bring that up ever again. No, you know what? I'm no. done with the opt out no. segment. Phil, We're not talking. Phil's about like the guy who's like, oh, like he's like the girl who's like, oh, I would never like accept my boyfriend back. I never take him back. And then he's like, oh, like baby, like I still love you. And Phil's like, okay, <laughs> come back on in, come back on in my life. No, no, yeah. I'm done. Again, opt out segment's over. You guys missed out on talking about Chris Paul. <laughs> Sucks to be you guys. L- last thing for the off season. Uh, disgruntled superstar who could ask for a trade. It's, it happens every summer. So mm-hmm. I'm going to give you four candidates. Okay. The obvious candidate, the Portland. huge favorite, huge, huge favorite is Dame Lillard. Yeah. yeah. Obviously. You see it happening? Yeah, definitely. You see him definitely. moving teams? Yeah. I just think he's a really nice guy that doesn't want to trash his way out of Portland like Harden did, but I think I think it could happen. Yeah. yeah. What about Brad Beal? Yeah, I think he probably gets moved too. I just think he's a weird guy. I don't think he's going to get moved. I think he has this weird thing for, like, Washington, and, like, he wants to stay there. So, I don't know. He doesn't seem very, like, serious to me about, like, legitimately winning. So, I think he'll stay. I can see that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I I think that's fair. Carl Towns. I think that's a stay. I I think that's a stay. That when he hits free agency, he's, like, going to the Knicks. It wouldn't surprise me if if he was like, yo, I'm done, though. It wouldn't wouldn't shock me. Just stops going to the games? Yeah, it just stops. Wow. Him and Embiid in the same division would be great. Yeah, honestly, if I'm the Timberwolves, I'm chopping him already. Whether he wants to, whether he wants to leave or not, I'm, I'm, I'm putting the feelers out. You're not a big Carl cat Hades. guy. I don't. Like I cat. love cat. Owen hates cats. I really dislike cat. Yeah, yeah, that's tough. I'm a dog guy. Last one. I'm only throwing it out there to be to be spicy. I'm only. I know <laughs> uh-huh. it's probably unlikely, but just just humor me. Humor me, Donovan Mitchell. What do you think the chances are? Zero yeah, percent. Really? Yeah. I thought there was a greater chance you'd say like Doncic. No, Ooh. no, because I keep hearing like some uh, like Doncic crap. He's gotten whiny, hey, a little bit whiny. He's so whiny. Yeah, yeah. 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 But I've, he's a great basketball player, though. Yeah, oh yeah. I'll give him that. Anything else you guys want to talk about in the NBA? Open floor. Okay, Raptors just make like a raw pick. Uh, a lot of I see a lot of people like out on Jalen oh. Suggs. Um, I'm seeing a lot of Scotty Barnes, Kuminga. I actually like. I kind of hated it in the beginning. I've come around to it. So or what? or. Either trade up to number three. I don't know if Cleveland's willing to do that so we can get Mobley. Or uh, trade back. Go back like seven, eight. Pick get Davion picks. Mitchell. Get like two yeah. more first round picks or something like that. And so yeah. let me get this straight. You want them to take a good player at four. Yeah. Or trade up or <laughs> trade back. Yeah, exactly. Those are the options <laughs> on the All the options. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Those are some good options. Those are a lot Those of good are, options. That's yeah. a lot to consider right there. <laughs> mm-hmm. Why For are sure. people out on uh, Suggs? 
Uh, because the latest report I saw was he may not uh, be perfect in games, but he's going to rip your heart out in a practice drill. So that doesn't give me a lot of confidence. Yeah, what does that mean? Yeah, You're just like a practice guy? Yeah, I'm a practice guy. I love yeah. to practice. Yeah. I like practice more than the game. Me too. Exactly. Dude, when you don't play the game, practice is the game. Yeah, exa- that's yeah. exactly why I like yeah. practice so much. <laughs> yeah. So Thursday night, we record next week before the Friday episode. The draft's on Friday. We're going to talk all about the draft. How about that? Pencil it in. Put it in your calendars at home. We're talking about the draft. I think the draft's Thursday if it's the 29th because you got <laughs> July 30th, 31st, All right, you know what? August we're not 1st talking is a Sunday. You were right. Sunday, we're not previewing yeah. the draft. So we're Sunday. just going to talk about the draft. Oh, do you want to preview the draft? I don't know. Uh, yeah, dude, let's do a mini preview on Sunday. Okay, mini yeah, preview yeah. on Sunday, reactions on Thursday. Reactions yeah, on Thursday. Yeah, there, yeah. We there we go. There we go. Look at that. Well, it took a minute, <laughs> so but, cooking, we, but we cooking. got it. Boy, are we firing today. <laughs> Holy cow. NFL update. We moved this to the back of the show, which I kind of like. We yeah. got a little bit of a groove going. Now we can talk about some football. I'm all for it. A couple quick stories I wanted to touch on, touch on in the NFL update. We're going to talk about the Browns and Ravens in a little bit, so if you're a fan of those teams, stick around. It's coming. But the Bucks went to the White House this week. And we all saw Tom Brady. He was cracking those jokes. He was talking, oh, sleepy Tom after I forgot the downs, all that stuff. That stuff's, you know, it's not important. The Bucks got their rings, not important. Did you see Bruce Arians' sunburn? Yeah. That's the most important story in football right now. Yeah. I saw someone on Twitter. I don't remember who it was, so sorry if I'm just stealing your joke here. But he said the Bucks are two um, zero against the Suns. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's you funny. guys probably saw it too. That's funny. Yeah, he conquered the sunburn. Yeah, it was like a different. I, what I don't get is he always wears that hat, like never takes it off. That you know, the red velvet. I don't hat. even know what what's the type of hat called. I don't know what that's called, know. but everybody at home knows what you're Doesn't talking about. Doesn't offer a lot of sun protection, evidently. I like how he yeah. went from the cards to the bucks just so he could keep the same color hat. <laughs> <laughs> and it matches his face really well. Because if he was on like the Colts or something, like it wouldn't go good. Like that red Oh, when face. he was on the Colts, he was wearing like a visor, I think. I can't remember. It was like 10 years ago. Yeah, and it was indoors. So he couldn't yeah. like. Yeah. Facts, facts. Yeah, like a sunburn. But like now he, that he knows he can get one. Like, yeah. Good, good Protect. choice of colors. Yeah. No, I um, like it. Yeah. I think it's sick. Definitely. Mm-hmm. Sorry, just speaking on Brady quick yeah, here too. Like, I saw that uh, he conducted an interview here, and he said um, he can't believe teams passed on him when he was a free agent. Oh, yeah. And then he quoted, I think it'd be a no-brainer if he said, hey, you've got a chance to get Wayne Gretzky on your team or you have a chance to get Michael Jordan on your team. I think, Phil, how do you feel about that? That's just, yeah. even if that's it's true, correct. which it is, you, I would never ever say that about myself. I would oh my never goodness. ever. This say guy's that about talking myself. like he's not a, the biggest LeBron fan. Like LeBron doesn't say stuff like that every other day on his Twitter. Yeah, but LeBron's the king. It's different. Oh, <laughs> it's different. Shit. Dude, LeBron Damn. can come talk to you when he's got as many rings as Brady Damn, does. Dude, I really got exposed. In a way, right there. the other thing I is, walk that off. Did you guys? Oh, did you guys? I don't know if you saw this, Phil. If you're going to talk about it, but did you see what Derek Carr said? I did not. Oh yeah, this is what he said. He said, "From what I know, it wasn't me, which is good." If it was me, I've gotten in enough trouble trying to challenge people to fights. But as a man, Tom, I know you got the rings, but if it's not me, then we're good. What I heard, it wasn't me, and so I'm good with that. So you're talking about when Brady went on the shop and he said, you're sticking with that MF for over <laughs> Yeah, that's what, even though we know he was talking about the Raiders. Yeah, that's what Brady said, and then Carr was like, it's not me, but if it was me, I might have to fight you, is what he said. I might have to But I'm not going to fight you because I'm a grown man. I don't fight people anymore, but like I but, would. But back in my day, yeah, dude, I was, we'd be fighting. I was squaring up. Even though you got all the rings. Yeah. yeah. Oh when Derek Carr was in like elementary, Tom Brady was winning Super Bowls. Yeah. <laughs> Derek Carr's the type of guy to be like, you know what? I think, still think I have a lot of time to win seven Super Bowls yeah. and match Brady. In a row. In He's going to do it all at once. Yeah. 
I'm so I'm actually feeling great as a Raiders fan. Yeah. One big swoop all the way through. He's going to get them all. It is funny though for a team that finished like what where were they nine seven and nine or eight and eight, seven and nine. Yeah, that he's been in the news so much. It feels like he's just been in so many stories. He, the Raiders are spamming the headlines. Yeah. I, I, but I'm clicking through them because he's gonna, raw. Like yeah. he's Derek Carr. Oh, yeah, of course. We're gonna talk about the Raiders in like two weeks. So I'm so ready. Get ready for that. If you're a big Raider fan like Alex, it's gonna be excellent. We go one two by two through the NFL preview. Second little quick story here: Jerry Jones. So he didn't actually talk to the media for the entirety of last year in person due to COVID. And he's getting up there in age. He's 78 years old, but he is back he was this ready year. To talk he's to back the media. this year with some flamers. And he said, quote, I do anything known to man to get in a Super Bowl. In a Super Bowl. That's what he said. So I don't know if he means like just hopping in the thing, if he could like do like a little Ant Man trick and <laughs> like, just pop in the bowl. Like the or... Zeke thing where he jumped into the Salvation Army little pop. Yeah, yeah, exactly. He wants to get in a Super Bowl. So anything's possible though. He's got like, you know, probably like twenty years left on yeah. earth, maybe. I don't know. I don't want to put a timeline on that one. <laughs> I've, I've crossed the bridge and there's no one to, way I, to get back. Uh, I think he's like basically immortal. I just think he'll always be there. He probably has like the Harry Potter like yeah. Horcrux, uh-huh. like he'll yeah. just live forever. Type exactly. Thing. You know what's creepy though? I th- feel like literally like they'd just if like his funeral, he'd just get buried like like at the stadium. You know, like, under center fucked. field, under, under the center star. field, under the star, and that'd be really scary. <laughs> I bet that's what they're gonna <laughs> I'm do. I'm not joking. He, I, you know what? I just thought of. He wants to get in a Super Bowl. How about a Super Bowl coffin? <laughs> wow. <laughs> They're going to have a huge banner for him, too. It's going to be like the championship, championship, and just Jerry Jones. Yeah. Oh, he's going to get a, like, a huge banner yeah. for sure. I was I was listening. I was watching All or Nothing for the Cowboys, and uh, he's hilarious. He was talking about how, you know, how there's like always those like pictures on the sideline of players just, you know, with their teammates and stuff, and they asked him what he thought about that, and he was like, man, I'd, I'd kill for like a picture of me and my teammates on the sideline because all he had was the one photo where, you know, where like they kneel with the football, like the one photo yeah, you have. Yeah, the classic. Yeah, classic. And he's like, I'd kill for that. Sounds like it doesn't take a lot for Jerry Jones to want to kill somebody. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> like to get a photo, jump in a Super Bowl. <laughs> uh, lastly, on the NFL update, I mentioned, I think it was last episode, maybe the episode before. It was last episode. That Ben Roethlisberger become the diet king uh-huh. of the NFL. Be- better than Brady, according yeah, to his yeah. trainer. Now we see it put to the test. He arrived at camp and he was looking so slim, like really? incredibly slim. If you didn't see it, go look at the picture because he actually looks pretty unrecognizable. So I want to give some credit. We were given some flack. It was a lot of jokes in this room. It wasn't coming from me, but there was a lot of jokes in this room about, oh, he's, he's not dieting at all. He's just getting one less burger. No, no, no. Diet Ben is here. Super Bowl parade back on. Yeah, Owen's not that impressed, I can tell, because I wasn't. He's still got like the You guys you guys I don't missed know. how he's still got the gut. He's got the <laughs> gut. gut the yeah, but you guys missed how much he was looking last year. Well, evidently What was he looking last year? Huge. If he was worse than this, like, this then I mean like, What do you mean worse than this? He's the skinniest he's been in ten years. Wow, you guys are sliding. I, yeah, I put him in the Tony Kemp or what? Is it, that dude. the issue? You guys are actually like <laughs> you can see the love handles from here, dude. Yeah, you can. Like, you can see every curve. Wow, you guys I are love Ben up. though. Because it's gonna be way harder to take him down. But maybe he'll be a little easier bit more to take mobile. him down now. Yeah. Oh yeah, you're right. Yeah. yeah. And that's like the one thing you everyone has been talking about for like 30 years. It's just like he's so okay. Strong. You know what? This started yeah, out lovely, it. and and this turned into hate. <laughs> we're so not I'm, cutting that. I'm done. I'm done. Rundown. You want to talk about the Baltimore Ravens, or the Cleveland Browns first? It's up to you, boys. Save the best for last. Let's go. The Ravens first. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Okay. Best for last, huh? That sounds uh-huh. about right. <laughs> uh, we all know the quarterback. It's 
2009 unanimous MVP. It's Lamar Jackson. 2019, yeah. A bit of a divisive player, to say the least. There's some people with some opinions on there about him. Yeah. I'd, I'd say that to say the least. He's, I don't know, top 10 quarterback, though. Would you agree? Yeah, I'd, I'd agree for sure. Yeah. Just given what he brings you offensively, I don't see how he's not. Yeah, I'd, I'd say he's, yeah, everything he can do. Like, just with the run. Like, he doesn't even have to throw. Yeah. Just with the run. He's in the upper echelon mm-hmm. of quarterbacks for sure. He's without a contract still, but he's kind of like the perfect Raven in my mind. Yeah. Like, he is he is a Baltimore Raven. So, I imagine that gets done. I can't see him going anywhere else. Yeah. The coach is John Harbaugh. He's one of the best coaches in football, without a doubt. Yeah. You can't even debate that at all. They've actually won, in, in his 13 years as head coach, good stat right here, they've won 10 games 8 out of 13 times. So, they're always a perennial contender. Yep, to say always. the least. That's at least a playoff appearance. The b- other big thing to know with their coaching staff, they kept both coordinators. Good. And, yeah. Keep that chemistry. Yeah, and that defensive coordinator was actually getting some head coaching interviews last year. Wink Martindale. Yep. Wink yep. Martindale's a football guy name too. We should throw yeah. that out. There. I like the offensive coordinator too. He did a lot of uh, like interesting like re- RPO stuff with Lamar. Look at that. Interesting. Yeah. A little inside interesting. football there from Owen. To recap their last year, now two years ago, that we should talk about two years ago first, because they were 14-2. and two. They were the toast of the NFL. Everybody was saying Ravens all the way. Lamar Jackson, MVP. First playoff game squashed. By Titans. By yeah. Titans. That, I like how you said that, by <laughs> Titans. By Titans. <laughs> <laughs> <Three lines. laughs> that made me laugh. I like wow. that one. I Let's bet, go. I bet my dad money on that game, and I won. No big deal. Not a big deal. He not came in brand. the second quarter. They were like down five. He's like, they're coming back. I was like, no, Let's they're go. not. He's like, put money on it i was like okay i'll, I'll do yeah. it don't make me yeah that's respect i don't know if you guys remember this actually but in last off season cowherd predicted them to go 16 and 0 yep I, <laughs> oh, wow. so he was feeling ambitious um <laughs> he whiffs on his takes and never addresses them it just goes and like I they know. never happen that one that that, that was an all-time flamer <laughs> uh spoiler they did not go 16 and 0 Good, yeah but they did have some COVID issues we should give them some credit they actually had 18 of their players ended up contracting COVID at one point there's a game where like rg3 started and he came out yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. they started six and five after they lost that game uh, they played probably the game of the year last year against the Browns on Monday Absolutely. Night Football. That was Absolutely. that yeah. was a classic. They did close out the year strong. They went, made the wild card game against Tennessee. They went on the road Sunday morning and they won that game. They got a little revenge on them. They went yeah, to midfield at the end. If you forgot, oh yeah, started you know doing typical Raven stuff. Yeah, typical classic Raven stuff. Go Steelers, <laughs> and uh, then next weekend they got squashed in Buffalo. Yeah, in the cold. That was I think an it was ugly a, game. Yeah, I think it was a Saturday night. It was not that memorable. If you'd forgotten. Oh, yeah, one stat I want to go through about the Ravens last year. It's actually a fumble stat. You're really going to like this one, Owen. I I know you're going to dive in. The Ravens fumbled the most more than any team on offense last year, and they recovered a higher percentage of fumbles than everybody else. So they fumbled the most, and they recovered 75% of their fumbles. Do you know who fumbled the ball? Like, which players? No, Wasn't it like Dobbins, like, every time? Yeah, Dobbins had some trouble. Now that you bring that up. I imagine Lamar has probably fumbled... A couple, it's maybe, sure. but Definitely. they fumbled more than anybody else, and they recovered more than anybody else. Stat. So they don't. That's not going to so that's that's matter that's, when you fumble. That's an entirely luck-based thing. You can gain yards then at some point. Yeah. So fumble like forward. A, yeah. 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 Maybe yeah. they were just chucking it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Oops! Smart, I dropped dude. it again. Oh no. <laughs> Uh, for the off season, the Ravens obviously kept those two coordinators, like I mentioned, but they did lose some pieces. Matt Judon mm-hmm. signed for a lot of money with the Patriots. Mark Ingram 
most notably though, they lost Des Bryant in RG three. So, <laughs> so, so tough. If you were playing Madden thirteen, your franchise would be in shambles Stinks. right now. I'm but, still holding out hope RG three signs us somewhere. Yeah. 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 Somewhere. Or, somewhere or he's in the booth. Up. One yeah. of the two. They picked up Sammy Watkins, if you forgot. And then they had also two first round picks. They drafted a receiver, Rashad Bateman from, yeah. Minnesota. Mm-hmm. from Minnesota. They also drafted a pat uh, pass rusher, sorry. And uh, also of note Ronnie Stanley who is the best left tackle in football, debatably. He tore his ACL in week six. He yeah. should be back to go for week one. So that's an extra addition there for him. Yeah. They kept uh, pretty much everything on the roster that was of importance other than Judon, like I mentioned, and they added some at receiver. Receiver's still a bit of a weak spot for them, I think everybody would say. But uh, J.K. Dobbins has some breakout buzz going on out there. Yeah. People are talking about him. Mm-hmm. He's a fantasy sleeper. Hollywood Brown does not have some breakout buzz. So it's a lot of negative stuff. We officially out there. declared him a bust, remember? A couple oh, yeah, podcasts we did. ago. We so did. That's, that's we can't take it back now. Important to note. Yeah. Uh to the schedule. Last year, despite the results indicating the contrary, the Ravens actually had a top five easiest schedule. Wow. So this year again, this division has tough schedules. They've got a top ten toughest one this year. Interesting thing about Baltimore, you're gonna be very familiar with them early on in the season. They play Week one, Monday night against your Raiders. Okay, that's let's a go. Big, that's a big game. And then week two, Sunday night against the Chiefs. Nice. So that's going to be a good nice. game. They also have three primetime games this year in total. So they're a spotlight team. You could say that. They, they, they've got some hype behind them. Vegas is optimistic. They've set it at 10 or uh, ten and a half or 11. It's mostly 11 from what I've seen. And uh, let, me, let me know what you guys are thinking here. I'll set it at 11 because I've seen mostly 11. Yeah, I would... Uh, <clears throat> ah, it's a tough one. I'm going to go... Sl- you know, I'm going to go over. Actually, I'm going to go under. I'm going to go under. Okay. Um, And I'll tell you why. A little why. jumpy I, there. What would you say? A little jumpy there. <laughs> yeah, a little jumpy. Mostly that's because I think the uh, division is going to get better than it was last year. So it's going to be that, that schedule that might have been easier last year with games against like the the you know the Bengals without uh, Joe Burrow and, and the Browns. I think the Browns are going to get, you know, they're going to be good again. So mm-hmm. I think it'll be tough. Um, But I just... I mean, they had the worst, one of the worst passing offenses is it, offenses in the entire NFL last year. Mm-hmm. Like I'm just looking at it right now, they had the lowest yards per game in the air out of any NFL team. That's below the New York Jets, below the uh, Patriots. That's the lowest. Wow. Yeah, that's so crazy. They really struggled, and I don't think Lamar is a bad passer. And I don't think, to be honest with you, I don't think he needs to pass a lot to be effective and to be honestly dominant. Um, but at the end of the day, it's tough to win in the league without passing. And I think you saw that kind of in the wildcard game where just offensively, they couldn't really get much going. Like they need, he had an amazing play in that game. From he what did. I remember, I but he also like had a pick six. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Or close mm-hmm. to a pick six. I think he, yeah, they were at the, you're talking or, about the bills or the Titans? Yeah, uh, the bills. Oh, okay. I was talking no, about the Titans. He played uh, on the Titans. You know, I, I don't like but, the Titans, but they had some, honest. they had some trouble moving the ball in that game too. Yeah. And he, he, one he was basically from what i remember he was the reason they won the game yeah but it wasn't because of his arm it, yeah he, he, yeah he had i think he had a you know a big rush in maybe the third quarter for 40 some yeah, yards that's what i was thinking yeah so he you know his legs are always going to be a factor but at this point you know he's in year going into year four yeah so i think the te- teams are starting to kind of figure him out as much as you can with a player as dynamic as he is so I, I just think he relied a lot on his defense. He relied on a lot on his legs, and that's good enough to get him, you know, maybe ten, maybe close to eleven wins. But I just, you know, I'm not sure he's uh, he's uh, you know uh, he doesn't have the 
arm, not necessarily the arm, but he doesn't have the offensive, the, the passing talent or the passing ability to get it done. Or even the weapons, yeah. you would say. I, although I do, one thing I will say is I really do like Rashad Bateman. I, in my opinion, he was one of the better receivers in the draft. I think he was maybe outside of the top three guys being, you know, Waddle and... Um, Devonta and Smith. Chase and uh, Devonta Smith, yeah, and Devonte Smith. I think he was probably the fourth best receiver. So I think they got good values, especially because they had no weapons. Hollywood Brown's a a bum. So yeah, yeah, it's all over the place. I trust their defense. I like Lamar. I just think they struggle um, passing to a point where it's going to hinder them winning the games they need to win against the division, which I think is going to be tougher this year. So so under. So I'm going to go slightly under. Yeah. All right. I like that. Owen. Or sorry. Alex, All right. What you got? So I'm going to go uh, over. So that'd be over 10 and a half. Yeah. 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 I'm going to go over. Uh, so they've won 25 regular season games over the past two years and they've made the playoffs for the last three years. I don't know. I, th- I think they'll, I think they'll go easily over. In terms of running backs, uh, Dobbins led all running backs in, in yards per carry. Uh, they got big uh, Gus the Bus, Edwards, so they're kind of deep there. Oh, that's true. Yeah. Uh, in the backfield, for sure. So great depth. Best third and short back in the league. Yeah. Uh, and according to Pro Football Focus, Edwards ranks ninth in yards per carry after contact. Look at um, that. And the bus. Yes, once again, about catching. Dobbins isn't the greatest pass catching back, so their already weak receiving core doesn't really get too much help from that. Um, True. Both running backs are, also aren't great in um, blitz pickup or uh, pass blocking, So, which is now a whole left because they had Mark Ingram, so they put him in for those situations for any pass blocking and stuff, but now he's gone to the Texans, right? Yeah, so the Texans back. I don't know. Way. Maybe Lamar gets sacked a little more. You said they lost a little bit on the O line. Yeah, so we'll see how that goes. And yeah, they they drafted Rashad Bateman, so hopefully that brings them some catching volume and some depth there because their receivers were completely ass last year. Yeah. And uh, one name to look out for on the O line is Ben Cleveland. Um, mm-hmm. They drafted him out of Georgia this year, and a lot of people are high on him. And he's definitely a guy to look out for. In their last three years, they rank first in fewest yards given up and fewest points allowed. They've added uh, even more to their defense. Uh, they uh, they selected that edge rusher, uh, Odafe Owe. Hopefully I'm saying that correctly. Um, and they basically brought back everyone on their defense from last year except Judon, who left to, to, to the Patriots. Patrick Queen was a beast, finishing third in Rookie of the Year voting. That's right. Um, and defensive line is a little questionable. Um, Calais Campbell, some people like to call him Cialis Campbell. Uh, him him and Wolf are both over 30 Campbell will be 35 once the season starts so he's getting up there in age mm-hmm. so that'll be a, definitely a question mark uh, on their D-line but wow they're, they're, they have one of the deepest cornerback groups though in the NFL they have yeah. Humphrey Peters and, and Tavon Young so they're, they're, it'll be tough to throw on them wow they're set you're going over you like that I'm going over I'm feeling confident yeah yeah same I, I got the over and uh, we'll we'll do our Super Bowl picks later but I, f- I might take these guys. No way. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Let's um, go. Okay. They're cool. stacked. I, I, I'm a big believer. They're, they're always there. They're always in the hunt. And again, that, that guy can change that. I'm not setting it in stone right now. But You're de- right, though. They're literally always there. Just yeah. always sniffing around. Yeah. They're, they're never... They're never Irrelevant. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. They're always, yeah. That's the word. Yeah. It's one of those teams where, I mean, they're just one of the best coach teams in the NFL. One of the best managed teams. Yeah. Winning yeah. infrastructure. Been good for my whole life, it seems like. Yeah, yeah, they really have. Yeah. No down years. Uh, if, as far as the odds, they got third best odds to win the AFC and fourth highest odds to win the Super Bowl. So I'm taking the over, and I uh, like those futures. Just at, at this current date and time, July 23rd. Yep. That's what I'm taking. We made it. Cleveland Browns. Best for last. Best for last. Let's do it. Oh, and you said you have two favorite teams. This is definitely in there. Am I right? This would be my third favorite team. 
Okay. Yeah. So okay. Yeah. So yeah. Do you have them like rated out on a board at home? Like you get the <laughs> magnets out. You move one to them thirty. Around. You mean? Yeah. One no. to thirty. Do you go through them? No. No. But they. I like the Browns a lot. Yeah. yeah. They. They're one of your favorite teams. Yeah. They are. Yeah. Third favorite to be exact. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, you got it. Uh, <laughs> Baker Mayfield. That's the reason why they'd be your third favorite team. Am I right yeah. about that? I like Baker a lot. I loved him coming out of college. I thought he was like the. He was like what Johnny Menzel was supposed to be nobody could do that let's be honest here yeah. uh but he's back for year four he is without an extension still as we covered on the last episode Shame. yeah you're really down bad about that uh the browns they got a very good coach they got kevin stefanski won coach yeah. of the year last year he's returning for a second year it's hard to overstate how much he improved the browns i would say yeah absolutely brought some seriousness to uh the organization team, a team that didn't have it for a long time yeah. last year uh, as if we don't remember what the Browns did, because somehow people talk about the Browns twenty four seven three six five. Wait, yeah. who, didn't they beat like a uh, a team that you? I like don't know what we're something? talking about. First time in eighteen years they actually made the playoffs. <laughs> yeah. So it was they went eleven and five, wild card berth, smashed a team. Yeah, just absolutely destroyed them. Yeah, smashed a redacted retired team. Retired a guy, almost retired another. <laughs> Some would say they wish they retired another. <laughs> uh, then they lost a very close game in Kansas City the next week. That was a great game. Yeah, Chad Henney game. Yeah, Chad Henney game. One of the games of the year. As far as the year as a whole, they uh, they had a lot of memorable moments, memorable games. I think it's safe to say. Indeed. They're dramatic. The news follows them around. There's yeah. there's no other way to say it. Uh, success came from the ground, though. Hunt and Chubb, they were the best backfield in the league. Yeah. Not even close. Little things to note about the Browns, they finished the year with a negative point differential. They were the only team in the NFL to win at least nine with the negative point differential. Really? That means they must have got blown out a couple of weeks. Yeah. So that's interesting. I'm trying to think. They were also oh, weren't they blown out by the Steelers though, remember? Yeah, when they caught seven. Clay oh, caught yeah. like three touchdowns or something. And yeah. then uh Fitzpatrick got the pick six in like the second or first quarter. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. I was running around this room when that happened. Were you? I d I am. So they they also went seven and two in one score games. That's, that's good. good. That's great. <laughs> that's really good. Not yeah. like the freaking Chargers. But that like going yeah. a lot of that's luck too. And they have a negative point differential. True. Can you true. sense my pessimism coming already? <laughs> I, I can. Yeah. I, can. <laughs> I had to throw that in there for you. Sorry, Browns fans. You guys hype youroves up enough. I don't need to do it too. They uh in the offseason they added some starters on defense. That's, yeah, that's good. certainly the story of the offseason. They picked up John Johnson from the Rams. He's but all accounts would tell you he's one of the most underrated players in football. They uh also added Clowney. It's yep. important yep. to know. Bigger name than he is player at this point, but still, he's impactful. Drafted a corner. Big thing to note on offense, though. They're bringing back Odell Beckham, obviously. Odell, he's another controversial guy, to say the least. Some some have, people have higher opinions of him than others. Yep. Uh, uh, put me in the negative yeah. camp. Put me yeah, I'm there, too. I like right the, Wow, look at that. Yeah, me, too. Yeah. We got Skeptic Owen, Skeptic yeah. Alex. Let's go, man. I love it. And uh, they didn't lose too much a note. Pretty amazing, though, because they ran the ball so well, and they're bringing back all five starters, and they're bringing back all five running backs. So there you go. There's some positivity. I'm not going to be one-sided here. Mm-hmm. You're getting both sides of the, of the ball. I like exactly. it. Their schedule, last year they played the third easiest schedule in the NFL. This year they're expected to play a top-five easiest schedule as well. So they caught a wow. couple of breaks because Baltimore and Pittsburgh finished above them in the regular standings. So that means that they have played a third-place schedule for the extra games. Right, so right. even though they play hard divisional opponents, their extra games are going to be easier than the teams that finished above them. So still a top 10 easiest, I think, as far as wins go. They play Kansas City week one. 
during the day. That's the the classic Jim Nance, Tony Romo on the call. That's yeah, yeah, AFC playoff rematch. You know, so good. Field's gonna be so dirty. Yeah, (laughs) oh yeah, it's gonna be hot. Yeah, Yeah. those Kansas City people get sweaty in September. So that's gonna be a good one. They have three primetime games this year, so you'll see lots of them. Last thing I want to know with the Browns, it's actually their seventy fifth year in existence. They obviously had some time off, but if you go back Mm. to the very beginning, it's seventy five years. So they got a new patch. On the jersey this nice. year, That's huge. the seventy-five with the helmet. Nice. I'm, I'm, I'm a sucker for the new patch. Me too. Yeah. Any patch, like literally, I've never seen a bad patch. I think on an NFL jersey, they're all yeah. kind of sick. They yeah. all are sick. Yeah. Respect, respect to the patch game. Uh, I've seen the line pretty much everywhere. I saw nine and a half. I saw ten. I saw oh, ten and a half. Uh, the most recent I'm seeing is probably ten or ten and a half. Uh, but the under is getting hammered on ten and a half. Like the under is getting absolutely pounded hmm. on ten and a half. So I, let's do it at ten, I guess. People are expecting some regression, I guess, from the Browns this year. Vegas still puts them at the fourth best odds to win the AFC, eighth eighth best odds to win the Super Bowl. Having trouble with some words today. Man. That's all good. I'm stumbling. It's all dude. good. You're doing great, Phil. Thank you, bro. What do, What do we make of the Browns this year? Well, again, ten. We'll put it at ten because I think ten and a half is going to go down. Yeah, I just see value there. I'm I that's a comfortable over in oh, my shocker. opinion. Yeah. And I'll tell you why. The case is clear. I mean, the Cleveland Browns are bringing back the best offensive line in football arguably. It's up there with like the Colts maybe. Um they're bringing back maybe the best right tackle in football, Jack Conklin. So they I mean, if you want to if you want to if you're wondering why Kareem Hunt and uh and Nick Chubb are so good. I mean, they're obviously good running backs, but look no further than the best, you know, offensive line in football. Um, they've really built a fortress around Breaker Mayfield. They've given him weapons that make him look really good. Um, maybe better than he otherwise would be. Some yep. might say. I mean, look best offensive line. A lot would say that. <laughs> good receivers. I'm not. I don't love Odell Beckham. I don't love what he does to their offense. I honestly, think at times they're. So you know, sometimes they. You could make the case they're actually better without him in a oh, certain way. You got to force him the ball, or else you're yeah. going to hear about it. For and you got to force him the ball downfield, which Baker Mayfield. You know, that's not really where he is more comfortable. So he's, he's a dink and dunk. So yeah. Anyways, NFL like all pro caliber receiver. Um, I like Jarvis Landry is decent. They got a couple other young guys who are I, at this point basically relevant, but not a bad offense. And then their defense. I think the main issue on their defense was their secondary. And obviously, you mentioned they got John Johnson, who is a stud, mm-hmm. uh, coming back. And then they're adding to an already talented defensive line. Javian Clowney should help out there. And then, in my opinion. Miles Garrett is among maybe the top three, four, five best pass rushers in the NFL talent-wise. So I, I, I think they have improved on a team that was already good. I think Baker Mayfield is going into what is a contract year for him. Yeah. Um, and so I think it's put up or shut up time for him. And so I, I see some improvement there. I think he's improved pretty steadily over time. Uh, the ceiling maybe isn't as high as you might hope in a franchise quarterback, but I think he, uh, I think he'll make some strides, and I really do see t- ten is almost the, or nine, ten is the floor for them. I could see them winning 11, 12 games this year. Oh, I was taken aback by that one. Yeah, so I- I'm high on the Browns, as you can tell. I have no reason to believe they'll be worse than they will be than they were last year. So I'm gonna hit the over on that comfortably. Yeah, I'm gonna hit the over as well, uh, over ten. Um, and yeah, I'm high on them as well. Uh, I think their offense will continue to get better uh, under Stefanski. I think just with more time, they'll yeah. just get more better. They'll get glued together better. Um, I think Baker could have an even better season. Obviously, we talked about how nasty their running backs are with Chubb and Hunt having a lead offensive line. Baker was one of the le- uh, least sacked QBs in the NFL. And the, yeah, they had a great rushing attack with uh, Betonio, Treader, and Conklin. 
And you know, it all depends also on how Beckham does. If he's healthy and if he can produce big numbers for the Browns, um, it'll definitely make their pass catch dangerous with Landry and Higgins there as well. And just talking about their defense, they had a big signing was Anthony Walker from the uh, from the Colts, so helping out that secondary a little bit, like the linebackers. And and their cornerbacks are nasty as well. So like the Ravens, they got uh, Ward, Hill, uh, Williams, That's and Newsom right. that they drafted. Um, was touted as one of the best cornerbacks in the draft. That's right. Um, That's right. Troy Hill from the Rams was one of the best slot corners uh, for the Rams last year. And yeah, they also have Greedy Williams who got hurt last season. But uh, if he can come back, he will he will he will make that depth a, l- a lot better. For sure, and uh, I don't know. I don't really see too many weaknesses in the Browns. That's kind of why I'm high on them. Uh, they have a they have a competent quarterback. If Beckham comes back, they have they have good wide receivers. Not to mention their their running attack with the with the O line, the running backs, and and I think their defense is also pretty decent. So yeah, yeah. you said you don't see a weakness in the Cleveland Browns. I see a weakness. What weakness is this in the Cleveland Browns? Can't say it. They're the Cleveland Browns. Okay. That's the weakness in the Cleveland Browns. Whoa, Perennial loser bad. franchise. Wow. Negative point differential last year. I don't trust the quarterback. I like the coach, but a lot went right for them last year. You guys are taking into account. This They're team, the fifth easiest schedule, though. You're taking like into team. account this team has a lot of expectations now, and last year they did not have a lot of expectations. There's at least pressure to succeed. They only have to go, like, three games above 500. Yeah. Yeah, I'm so, taking the under. Why don't you trust Baker? Because when he gets pressure on him, he is statistically one of the worst quarterbacks in the league. Sure, but like he's what? not going to get pressure. He's not going to get pressure. So good. Yeah, they have the best offensive line. Of line stayed healthy last year. Yeah. Is Bill it do loves it again? to bank on health luck. <laughs> Trust me, we'll he was see. It for the Bills last. We'll see at the end of the year who's episode. right. We'll see at the end of the year who's right on all yeah. of this. But so, I'm taking the under. I can't wait for the Steelers to go two and fifteen, and the and the Browns just. Blow them out every oh, time. Oh, it'll be play. the day, bro. It'll yeah. be the freaking yeah. day. It'll be the Just day. curious, can you rank me since obviously you're a big Steelers guy? Can you rank me like your who do you hate the most in your division? Like oh, Browns, it, Bengals. It depends on like how the other teams oh, okay. are playing. Like at the beginning right of the 2010s, I hated the Ravens the most okay. because the Ravens were the most annoying. They had Ray Lewis and Terrell Suggs, and they were so annoying. Yeah. I hated them. Then in the middle of the 2010s, it was the Bengals because they had Perfect and yeah. Adam Jones. Oh, yeah, they were that nasty and shit. AJ yeah, Green. They were the worst. I hated those guys. Yeah. And now it's the Browns because the Browns are just so annoying. I just well, want them to get out of my face. Are they annoying or are they annoying. relevant? They're now super they're relevant. relevant. Oh, Why? Okay. <laughs> Why are you hating on the Browns fans, man? Like, let them have some like happiness. Okay, I hope they enjoy. Browns it. fans don't deserve happiness. Yeah, is that what you're saying? No. no, no. All right, sorry guys. Fair enough. Not interested. I love it's that rival hate. hate. I hope yeah. this. I really do hope the Steelers go 0 and 17. Oh, I know you do because yeah. I cheer for them. That's why. <laughs> Recap: We got this division wrapped up. We got it ranked up. We'll throw it in the trash. We're going AFC South next week. Let's go. Which is the most electric division in football. There's no other way to say it. Uh, but this division, Owen, to recap, you had Bengals over six and a half. Mm-hmm. You had Steelers under eight and a half. Mm-hmm. You had Ravens under. Yep. And you had Browns over. See, Phil. So if if I were to equate it for you, mm-hmm. you said it would. You're predicting Browns, Ravens, Bengals, Steelers. No way. Uh, I might go. S- s- what did I say for the Bengals? You said over six and a half. That's gonna be tough. It it, it you can swap those out. And uh, Bengals and Steelers, but it'll be they'll be basement dwellers for sure. Uh, this is what I was telling you, Phil. Is like you can't go over on all of them. You got to go. You got to if you're taking wins away from one, you got to give wins to another. So. Oh, I know. 
Yeah, I, I know the game. Yeah, that's how football works. One team wins and one <laughs> team loses. It. Yeah. Well, Thank sometimes you. they go to a tie. No. Yeah. <laughs> true. 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 That is true. Yeah. And you, Alex, you had Bengals under yes. six and a half. You had Steelers over eight I and a half. I did. You had Ravens over. Yeah. And you had Browns over. Yeah. Okay. A lot of overs. What yeah. do you have one I'm to four sorry. there? How do you rank that? You know what? Uh, I was gonna. I was thinking about this today. Uh, I was gonna put the Browns to win the division, but you did persuade me with the Ravens, and and looking back, I think they're actually quite a strong team. So I'm gonna go Ravens, Browns, Steelers, Bengals. All right. And Steelers I, are going to be like a wild card team, though. So respect. Don't worry. Thank you. That's big. I need. And that. then they're going to get an easy schedule next year. That's right. Third place. Third place. So yeah. look at that. That's a little cycle right there. And uh, I had Bengals under six and a half. I had Steelers over eight and a half. I had Ravens over eleven, and I had Browns under ten. All right. So I'm going to say it's going to be all is well in the AFC North, and we get back to Ravens, Steelers, Browns, Bengals. That's how it should be. Oh, Bengals and Browns usually flip, though. Trust me, I know this division like the back of my hand. And if I'm wrong, we'll clip that. Clip that. Bozo of the Week. We'll do a, we'll do a quick version because we're running long today. True. So let's do it. Bozo of the Week and Genius of the Week. What do you guys have? I got, For my Bozo, I just want to shout out the person who gave Tony Kemp, or Sean Kemp, sorry, the extra small Kraken shirt. Yeah. So for the fans on the the podcast fans that aren't big hockey guys, they uh, had the expansion draft for this new franchise, the Seattle Kraken. Yeah, you got it. Um, and so they got these like Seattle just like icons, I guess, representatives. And one of them was Sean Kemp, who was an absolute bully of the 90s on the Seattle Supersonics. He was mm-hmm. part of the Gary Payton era. Um, and uh, he's gained some weight since retirement. And uh, he's looking hefty. All good, but they gave him like a super tiny shirt, and it was hugging every nook and cranny. You were seeing every everything; it like was, it left nothing up to the imagination. You can't give the big guy the small shirt. <laughs> no, That's just not, not what you do. Fair. It's not fair. Yeah. Exactly. So, in the words of LeBron, whoever came up with that idea to give him the small shirt needs to be fired. I think that they gave them both XLs because Gary's was looking a little big yeah. and then Sean Kemp's was so <laughs> tight. I think they both just thought, ah, oh, like biggest we got to XL. Give them both of them. And then Sean Kemp's like, I got to wear this, man. <laughs> Owen and I are talking. It's like, you want to model the new swim shirt? Yeah. Or, he was a good sport about it, though. He, yeah. yeah. He he wore it. I wouldn't yeah. have not, I would yeah. have not worn it. I would be like, do you have a hat or yeah. something? <laughs> like, please, for the love of God. Yeah. Yeah, uh, I have two here, but I'll go quick. So my first is Dodgers fans. Uh, they booed Kenley Jansen yesterday after Dave Roberts took him out of the game. You know how many career saves he has for the Dodgers? Uh, just a measly Silly. 333. Um, yeah, it's what just a, a basic. Yeah, what a bum. He stinks. Uh, just a basic regular season game against the Dodgers. Literally chill out. Um, even if it was a really important playoff game, like you can't boo him. Like he literally has been an integral part of your franchise for so long. So yeah, yeah. if anything, cheer louder. Yeah. Literally, come yeah. on. He's, he had a bad day. It's fine. And then, yeah, just quickly, the NHL. Uh, they let everybody get their hands on the expansion draft list. Everything was kind of spoiled um, during the live selections. Uh, first of all, maybe be a little bit more tight-lipped next time. Like, you don't ha- like you don't have to tell everyone. Um, let them know to, like, you know, you don't have to tell everything to Cervelli and, and Friedman. I know they're doing their job, so it's not really their fault. But, you know, keep it, keep it a little tighter. And then maybe don't have... 10 hours in between when Seattle has to submit their list and when it has to be announced at 5 p.m. You could have literally had it like, or sorry, I think the draft was at six. So uh, you could have had like the list submitted at five and then within an hour you start the draft. So it, yeah. You know, it's I for me, it's like you have to tell the players, obviously. So it's going to get out. 
It's going to get out. They have to tell Seattle to not tell them until like 30 minutes before the draft if they want it to be some big surprise. They can't be surprised if people are literally doing their jobs. Exactly. And just quick, like you should have seen my dad because he obviously doesn't use Twitter, but me and my brother were like announcing the picks before they happened. And he was astonished. He was like, there's no way. He's like, you guys are so smart. You guys are, wow. He's like, <laughs> he, he gave him a little dupe. He's like, there's there's no way they know all of them. I'm like, we know all of them. Like, yeah. So That's pretty good. My Bozo of the Week is Ross Stripling. Yes. This one really grinded my Yo, gears. Wow. This guy, Ross, Ross Stripling, pitcher for the Blue Jays, he gave a really long-winded response after getting absolutely decimated against the Red Sox. He got one out, and he gave up six runs in the first inning of the game. Uh, after the game, he comes out and talks about how unfair it is that the Blue Jays are moving cities for a third time this year. He has friends and family in the States, and the, he's and he's not seeing them. He had to say goodbye to them because he's going to go move to Canada. That's fine. I, you know, sympathies, whatever. I'm not getting on you for that, but I don't like like that. I don't doubt that's very challenging for you. I, like that yeah, okay. that's that's a big deal. I understand that, but here's the thing, man. Maybe don't complain about moving to the city where you're going to play. You're going to get booed off the mound every time you come on. As you should. As and you should. He will. You're, it's the Toronto Blue Jays. Do you not know what you're getting yourself into when you sign with the Blue Jays? Th- these people are just insane. It's Toronto, Canada. You can't not know that. It's literally where you're signing. Yeah. And don't say this after getting absolutely shelled for like 11 runs in half in like one inning. Like what? What do you do? Like a third? One one third of an yeah. inning. Nobody else on the team would have used that as an excuse if they had a bad yeah. game. Nobody else on the team. He has to that, come out and talk weak. about this. That is weak. What, and, and then but the start before that, he gave up like six against Tampa Bay. Uh, yeah, exactly. Yeah. And I think he's also, like you said, Phil, kind of underestimating Blue Jays fans. Like, I, I mean, I haven't seen... People in Toronto, people here, we haven't seen a sporting event in 600 days, man. Yeah. You think you yeah. just want to stay down there while we... Yeah, oh yeah, forget about the fans. Fa- forget about the fans, man. Here, man. 600 days we haven't seen a sporting event. It is so tone deaf. Even if you think that, don't say it out loud. I don't know what's wrong with this guy. All he does is whine, complain. I'm tired of this. <sighs> what I, did he I, think, though, that like we just never, ever move back to Toronto? <laughs> yeah, like, yeah we're, we're, we're going to stay in Dunedin for the next three years. Is he crazy? <sighs> well, I get like... Moving from Dunedin to Buffalo, like what, like okay, it's like inconvenient, but going to the stadium where you're, it's like your home stadium in the city that your team is supposed to be based in. Like, what are you talking about? We're out on Ross Stripling. Yeah, not a Ross Big Stripling out. podcast right now. That really pissed me off. Me too. Genius of the week. I could do mine fast. It's Malika Andrews. She yeah. worked the NBA trophy Beast. presentation instead of Rachel Nichols, and uh, she crushed it. She, she asked really good questions. Uh, let the player's emotion speak for itself. Yeah. Get out the way. Don't make this about yourself. Don't ask them any future questions. Don't ask them anything about their legacy like Rachel Nichols always does. Get out the way. If they start giving you an answer, don't feed back and don't talk over them. Let them take care of it. You ask questions about how they're feeling right now, what it means to them right now, who they want to thank, whatever you want to do. Great job. Shout out to her. Only 26 years old, too. It's mm-hmm. a very impressive yeah, stuff. Stud. It's going to be a great sideline reporter. So shout out to you. Uh, you did a great job. Yeah. For mine, I've got, so there's this quote from Kobe Bryant. So my um, genius of the week is Kobe. And uh, he worked out with Giannis in, in uh, 2018, 2019. And he said he had a lot of potential. This is the quote. He said, Giannis came to work out with me this summer and he showed up one and a half hours early. We talked for 20 minutes before we worked out and he whips out a notepad. What the, he starts taking down notes. What about the footwork here? What about the coverage here? And he's writing them down. 
after practice, same thing. He sits down and we talked for like an hour. We talked about coverages and defensive matchups that gave him problems. He just sat there and took notes and he studied and studied. So I'm not surprised at what he's doing. He just has the mentality of he's getting, he's just getting better all the time. He's just scratching the surface. So Kobe genius take there. He saw that even though he was at an MVP level, um, just in terms of how he was playing, he saw that Giannis could get better. And I think that his, he's been proven correct in uh, Giannis really has kind of taken it to a different gear, especially when it comes to the playoffs. So shout out Kobe. Great Beast. take. Well done. Um, and yeah. Legend. Yeah. 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 Legendary. Uh, so you guys kind of trashed him here earlier, but I mean, my genius of the week is Brandon Jennings. I mean, I don't know what other player, <laughs> I don't know what other player that literally has nothing to do with the team got not only a photo, but was on the freaking bus. The parade bus. Yeah. I'm I'm not surprised. I haven't seen a video of him talking uh, to the crowd at the podium, but he might have done that too. So yeah. uh, he's my genius of the week because he's just phenomenal. I like that. Don't we? We shouldn't hate it. Celebrating. It just seems so bizarre to me because I feel like it's just like unplanned. Like he just showed up and everyone decided like all at the same time that this is our guy. This yeah, is like yeah. the Milwaukee. That they have Bucks fond guy. memories of Brandon <laughs> yeah. Jennings leading them to thirty and fifty two. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like yeah. where where did that come from? I was stunned. I don't know. I'm a big Brandon Jennings guy though. He's such what? a baller. I love I liked him a lot. Yeah. Rookie year he was. Nice. Was he the one who smoked that layup at the buzzer? Brandon yeah. Knight. Was that? Brandon oh, Knight. that was Brandon Knight. Yeah. Oh, right, right. Different yeah. Brandon. Different, Different Brandon. Brandon. Yeah. Yeah. Honestly, honestly, Monte Ellis, I feel like is more of a buck than Brandon Jennings. Maybe that's a bad take. No, Brandon Jennings is Mr. Buck. He's Mr. He? Wisconsin. Yeah. Fair yeah. enough. Yeah. Monte bounced around. Brandon yeah, Jennings. Brandon Jennings was fair, the man. No inclusive evidence. Let's do it, and then let's get out of here. Uh, I've got a quick one this week. There's no athlete in the world who is more likable than Giannis. Yeah. Yeah. That's fair. So likable. Yep. So shout out to Giannis. Definitely. Big Giannis episode. My, uh, my, my no conclusive evidence is to please stop giving the NBA title to the owners first. It's a horrible tradition. Um, you have this really cool, fun game. It's very hype. Uh, and then like, instead of having an awesome moment of the players lifting it, it's delayed because the owner needs to lift it first. And I just think it's a buzzkill. Like when literally no one really knows the owners. They're just these like white guys that just show up. They're like five, five and they just like lift the trophy first instead of Giannis getting it or someone else. And it's been happening constantly. and I don't like it. Yeah. I agree with you completely. Owen and I were talking about this the other day. This it's, it's needs to stop, Yeah, but it never will stop. Yeah. So no, that's definitely not. Yeah, it's yeah. I don't even know who these guys are half the time. I don't think any of the fans do at home, unless you're like a hardcore guy. You're like, why is this random guy just yeah. holding it? Yeah. yeah, give it to Jordan Stop. Wara. Yeah, what are you doing? Give, <laughs> give it to Jeff e- T. Give it to Eli Bryant. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah exactly. Let him vlog it. Let him record Let him it. Vlog it. Yeah. yeah, vlogging. Yeah, I got the NBA trophy first. <laughs> <laughs> Thumbnail. Yeah. For mine, I'm just gonna say after seeing all these, you know, this this the expansion draft with Seattle, and uh, all these like Seattle legends like gary payton and sean kemp sue bird yeah sue yeah sue bird i just think it's time we need a franchise in seattle and we need it like now i think it's happening is it happening yeah once they get this arena open they see how it works out better stuff like um, because nba NBA is going to expand yeah Yeah, phil was telling me that it's just it's like the nhl has what two teams in five years and the nba has zero in that time span so you know, I think it's just time. Bring it back. The Whether e- even if yeah. it's not in Seattle, bring it back. We need and Sean team. Kemp and his small shirts. Like we need that. <laughs> yeah, we need to get him an XL Sonics yeah. jersey and just <laughs> squeeze into that thing yeah. again. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Another's like send him to like the t- big and tall store. 
Get yeah, him something. Come on. Yeah. He's cracking big and tall. Yeah. He should open up the shop at the rink. He tried really hard to pronounce Jonas Donskoy, and I don't know why they gave him such a Jonas. hard name. Jonas? Jonas Donskoy. He's actually bullying like this that. guy. They got to give him some easy names. Come on. Give yeah. him Ben Smith or something. Yeah, what are yeah. you doing? That's it. 10 out of 10. It's in the books. Did it again. Phenomenal episode. Yeah. <laughs> we ran Killer. long, but uh, that's how it is. When you talk about the NBA, we just we love it so much. We're going to miss it. But go do. go listen to the Yay album if you want to have an outer body experience. Wow, so. that's what you're gonna do after this. That's what I'm doing. So. Uh, yeah, it <laughs> feels like so long ago. Yeah, this episode's ran, fellas. We'll be back again on Monday. Anything you want to say heading into the weekend? No, well, that's it. Just probably looking forward to the drafts here and free agency. So in the NHL. So yeah, that's kind of all there is. Hey? Yeah, yeah. It's, we're in the dead Baseball, zone. Baseball, maybe. I forgot to mention that we're deep in the dead zone. Yeah. So. Uh, 50 days till football. We're yeah. going to get we're going to get you through them two episodes a week at a time. So, we'll talk to you guys again on Monday. You guys take care.